Global Business News 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet of the Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ, all advancing today, folks, from GMS ringing that closing bell. Stocks headed higher as technology shares rallied amid deal activity, and corporate earnings spurred optimism that results this season will be sturdy enough to help sustain equities at record levels. Charles DeVoe is Chief Investment Officer at International Value Advisors. He was our guest moments ago right here on Taking Stock and explained why he's not afraid to be in cash right now. And the reason is that we'd rather hold cash than force ourselves to buy or hold overvalued securities. And yet around the world we feel that most stocks and bonds are priced for perfection to say elegantly to say it less elegantly, I would say that they often are at nosebleed valuation level. A Bloomberg exclusive today, Tom Keene sat down with Christine Lagarde, Managing Director of the International Monetary Fund. She touched on a number of topics, including the recent vote to leave by the UK to leave the European Union. You know, if anything, in Europe, uh, the decision made by the British people to exit the European Union has accelerated, in our view, the need to um, consolidate the European Union, to give a strong message to the European people about the benefit that Europe can actually uh, deliver for them. Uh, concentrating on the positive, focusing on key issues for the people of Europe. Whirlpool shares climbed today after the appliance industry's sales surged in June, a sign more Americans are upgrading their air conditioners and other equipment. Whirlpool shares up today by 1.4%. Equities higher, S&P 500 index up 5 to 21.66, a gain of two-tenths of 1%. Dow Industrials up 15 to 18,531, a gain of 0.1%. NASDAQ up 26. Six, a gain of five tenths of one percent. Gold up two forty the ounce to thirteen twenty nine, up two tenths of one percent. And now a look at the other stories making news. Charlie, thank you. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. This convention will come to order. Republican National Committee Chairman Wrights Priebus today in Philadelphia on day one of the Republican convention. Donald Trump's campaign manager, Paul Manafort, says he's optimistic about the next few days. The goal of the overall convention will be to present Mr. Trump not just as the political figure running for office, but as the father, as the, as the businessman, as the, uh, as the compassionate human being. Manafort says one of the themes of the convention is to present Hillary Clinton as the ultimate establishment candidate. Speaking at the NAACP's national convention in Cincinnati, Mrs. Clinton took a swipe at Donald Trump for declining an invitation to speak at the event. We all know about that other conventioning happening, happening up in Cleveland today. Now... My, my opponent in this race may have a different view, but there's nowhere I'd rather be than right here with all of you. The Democratic National Convention begins next Monday in Philadelphia. Louisiana State Police Colonel Mike Edmondson says the gunman who shot six police officers in Baton Rouge Sunday, killing three, clearly targeted law enforcement. Edmondson showed overhead maps of the area to explain how Gavin Long, a former U.S. Marine, snuck up behind officers and shot them at close range. Global News, 24 hours a day. Powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. 
I'm Mark Crumpton. This is Bloomberg. Charlie? And we thank you. And again, recapping a move higher record close for the S&P 2166, up five points, a gain of two-tenths of one percent. Just getting word from Netflix that shares are moving lower. It's reporting second quarter international streaming net additions of 1.52 million. Estimates were for 2.15 million. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Move around. Motion creates the motion. I feel the earth move under my you move like they do. I've never seen anyone move that fast. All right, people, let's move like we've got a purpose. Something's called movers and shakers. They cost a little more. That name cracked me up. Bloomberg Taking Stock, Movers and Shakers, with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Movers and Shakers for Monday, July the 18th, 2016, 296 issues in the S&P 500 advance, 204 decline, and five remain unchanged. I want to bring in Bloomberg Stocks columnist Dave Wilson to begin our Movers and Shakers. Dave. Well, we might as well talk about uh, Arm Holdings, the chip designer based in the U.K., traded here in the U.S. Japan SoftBank Group agreed to buy Arm for $32 billion. Now, Arm Holdings shares up 40.5% in U.S. trading in the wake of that offer. SoftBank falling almost 8%. Those shares trade over the counter here in the U.S. And of course, SoftBank has a majority stake in the wireless company Sprint. So if they're spending $32 billion on ARM, you've got to wonder what happens to Sprint going down the line. And certainly that kind of doubt reflected in the performance of Sprint shares today. They fell 5%. I'll tell you about the shares of Netflix. As Charlie Pellet was just mentioning, uh, their second quarter results have been released, and the stock is falling more than 12% in post-market trading. During the second quarter, Netflix earned $0.09 cents a share. That did match average analyst estimates, but the company is said that for the third quarter, they expect earnings to be $0.05 cents a share. And analyst estimates were for $0.07 cents a share. In addition, Netflix sees the third quarter bringing in about 2 million new international streaming subscribers. Analyst estimates were looking for more than 2.5 million additional subscribers. Once again, the shares of Netflix are falling more than 12% in after-hours trading. If you're going to talk earnings disappointments, we might as well mention Hasbro. Now, what's interesting there is that their second quarter earnings and revenue actually beat analyst average estimates in a Bloomberg survey. Trouble is, though, that the boys toys, the biggest piece of Hasbro's business, didn't measure up to what analysts were looking for in terms of growth. Only uh, increased about 4% in revenue, and uh, that followed a 24% increase in the first quarter. A uh, company talking about sort of a gap in the uh, Transformers movies, hurting their sales performance in that part of the business. Also, uh, you had something like a 42% increase in inventory and a dollar amount uh, from a year ago. You put that together in Hasbro shares, the worst performers in the S&P 500 today. They fell 6.6%. Well, uh tell you about the shares of Monster Beverage, down a three and a 
three quarters of a percent today. Uh, this coming after Wells Fargo downgraded the shares to market perform on concerns that near term upside potential was limited. They lowered the uh, well, I beg your pardon. The uh, price target remains unchanged in a range of one hundred and sixty four to one hundred and sixty six dollars. Uh, Monster Beverage Trade said about one hundred and fifty five dollars a share. But interestingly, there is a counterpoint that uh, Goldman Sachs came out and said, no, they disagree with what's going on over at uh, at Wells Fargo. And they see a Monster Beverage shares as uh, as being worthwhile to purchase. And indeed, they said that they've been defended at uh, Goldman Sachs even after this drop. They said that the weakness provides a buying opportunity. This according to Goldman analyst Judy Hong. Their price target, $172. Once again, Monster Beverage down today, three and three quarters of a percent. Well, as the Pokemon Go app's popularity increases, GameStop is managing to benefit. Now, this company sells Pokemon video games and collectibles. And uh, Chief Executive Paul Raines told CNBC that the company has hundreds of stores that are gyms in Pokemon Go. So they're a destination. And as it turns out, sales in those stores have doubled. So this is all the sort of thing that investors want to hear. And uh, GameStop shares up almost 8% in today's trading. All right. It is time now for the Volatility Index Report. It is brought to you by CBOE VIX Options and Futures. Volatility can be harnessed with CBOE VIX Options and Futures. See disclosures. Learn more at cboe.com slash powerful outcomes VIX. Uh, the VIX down today, declining once again falling nearly 2%, down 0.25, settling at 12.42. And, uh, well, we're looking at a VIX that has been uh, closing at its lowest level in more than 11 months. Are investors fearful? Not according to the VIX, which is way below the long-term average of 20. All right, Dave, you're up. Uh, hi, uh, my name is Dave. Wilson, where are you? Wilson! Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? We're going for the price on Wilson. Open up the door, it's Dave! Who? Dave! Hey, Hey, Mr. Wilson, let's talk about, or would you please talk about, a uh, company called Wesco Aircraft Holdings. And, uh, well, it is uh, below its uh, 2011 initial public offering price. Indeed it is. I'm going to mention really quickly IBM because their second quarter numbers are out. Operating earnings, 295 a six cents higher than analyst average estimate in the Bloomberg survey. Revenue just as head as well. And IBM moving higher in late trading in the wake of those results. Now let's turn to Wesco Aircraft. Their fifth anniversary of the initial public offerings coming up next week. And anyone who has owned shares of the aircraft parts retailer and distributor since its debut doesn't have much to celebrate. Wesco trades under the ticker WAIR. And uh, as you mentioned, company went public at $15 a share. And this year it has yet to close above its IPO price. It's been as low as $10.19 on a closing basis. Wesco stock faltered under the weight of three securities firms' sell recommendations. They go back to November 2014 after a set of quarterly results proved disappointing. At least that's what data compiled by Bloomberg shows. A fourth firm joined the sell camp today. Jefferies lowered its Wesco rating to the equivalent of sell from hold. 
Uh, analyst Sheila Kayalu wrote in a report that she sees the company having limited growth opportunities and financial flexibility, among other things. Wesco shares closing with a loss of 4.8% today after falling as much as 7.5%. Thank you very much. Dave Wilson, Bloomberg Stocks Commist. Send him an email at dwilson at bloomberg.net. Sign up for his daily free email newsletter. It will make you a smarter investor. IBM's second quarter operating earnings per share, $2.95 versus an estimate of $2.89. We've got details coming up. This is Bloomberg. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by Cone Resnick. Look ahead, gain insight, imagine more. Get forward-thinking advice that can help turn business possibilities into business opportunities. Find out more at coneresnick.com.